Was that a click? It was. It, God damn. It lagged for a second, though. Did it? Because uh, I got my headphones on both ears today, and I couldn't hear the click. I saw you, and I was like, I don't know if you actually pushed it or not. I did. So, <clears throat> all right. So we're back. Uh, we're back. I always say that we're always back. You know we're going to be back. Every week, we do the same podcast every week. So I need to have an intro, like uh, the musical cue, and we got to have sweet intro lines. Like I feel like mine could just be, woo! <laughs> 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 but if I'm too close to the mic, the shit will pop your eardrums like uh, yeah that clipped a lot <laughs> <laughs> so i apologize um post woo if you're still listening after that most people probably were like nope and just <laughs> took the headphones off like i'm over that so so we're back it's monday we're back on our regular day we did a, a quick little episode eight the brogan experience the the bro rogan experience for the uh the fight um we'll talk a little bit about that real quick because i'm sure like the three people that listen to the podcast that weren't out the fight would love to hear about how it went um it went terribly uh, <laughs> um I, i'll be honest my i underestimated my opponent i'm sorry yeah i underestimated my opponent and overestimated my ability um and i did not i knew going in we've talked about this and i talked about the whole car ride home because all i could think about was getting punched yeah. um i knew that my striking wasn't wasn't on par and i know that that's the weakest part of my game is my is my stand-up uh, and it showed. Uh, I got my ass beat for 93 seconds. Um, took took a, threw a weak front kick because I, I don't know what I was thinking. My front kicks are powerful. And I just kind of threw one out there. He charged right through, clinched, and then basically put me against the cage. Um, and I got, I'll be honest, man, I got a little scared because I didn't know what I was supposed to do because he had me against the cage. But I was on top, and instead of... Uh, watching that video, I, I see there's a there's a clear opening where I could have just popped him right in the dome a couple times, and he yeah. probably would have let go of my feet, and then I could have just I could have just done the jujitsu style where you mount, you get on the side, and you hold them down, and you just fucking wail on their face. Yeah. Um, that did not occur to me while I was there, and instead I tried to go for like a reverse triangle, which like I can't even do in jujitsu class, like <laughs> let alone a fight. I tried to hook my leg around his head. And I was trying to swing under him to get him in triangle, and uh, the dude was Matt. He's actually, I'm not gonna call him dude. His name's Matt. Um, he was he's a he's a big dude. He was very powerful. He literally just stood up with me on him, um, and then just dropped me to the mat, followed me down, punched me. I counted it, dude. He landed. I don't know how many were significant because I was I couldn't tell, um, but he hit me 38 times before I rolled over, oh, um, and I took every one of those shots to the head they didn't hurt because there is like a solid i was trying to explain to my mom there's like two inches of padding on your hands like it really doesn't hurt it's <laughs> it startles you but it doesn't hurt um he threw some knees in the side which i remember them coming but i don't remember them landing like they were so weak but you don't have powerful knees when you're on your knees and you're just throwing them forward i just yeah. it looked like it was hurting but it just like it was hitting me and i was like whatever i wasn't even worried about it um but he hit me with the shot uh, at one point where it bounced my head off the ground and that's when I got scared and uh, not, I shouldn't say scared I got worried that he was going to do it again because that shit hurt it was like a whap whap and the ref told me that I had to move and I couldn't move towards the cage so I moved away which meant that I rolled over and uh, I knew that his jujitsu game wasn't that good because um, especially because his choke was terrible but it was it was a powerful choke he uh he blocked basically my mouth and my nose with his face with his face he was kissing me <laughs> we were sucking face um with his with his beefy ass fucking 22 inch bicep 
and uh, proceeded to. I wouldn't even call it a rear naked choke. It was more of a neck crank, but they called it RNC. Yeah. Um, so I tapped because I it, honestly it was painful, but I I just couldn't breathe. It wasn't a technical choke. It was pure muscle power. Um, but I couldn't hold on any longer, and I didn't think it was worth going to sleep. You know, when there was no way I was getting out of it. Yeah. No. So I just I just did what was best for me, and that was to tap. Um, so you know all the all the the respect in the world, dude. He, he did beat my ass. Um, I got another fight coming up in May, which is going to go a lot better for me. Um, and if I win, I'm actually going to ask Kathy for a rematch immediately because um, I know he's not fighting again anytime soon. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be okay until I beat him. So I, I can't look too far ahead because uh, if I focus on fighting Matt again, I'll, I will lose this next fight. Um, so I'm going to beat this, this guy coming up. I'm going to stomp him out. I'm going to work my striking. Um, cause I know my jujitsu is better than most of these heavyweights. Um, but I can't use my jujitsu if I can't get them in a good position. Yeah. Uh, so I got to work that, but then I am going to, I'm going to ask for Matt again. Um, probably after we come back from Florida and we do the, the USA Canada card. Um, I'm thinking end of the year. Uh, and I want to fight him at light heavy, not heavyweight. So yeah, <clears throat> I think at light heavy, I think I do have the advantage because I am bigger than him. Um, and he won't be he won't be so bulked out at two sixty five or at two hundred five. There's like there's no way that if he cuts sixty two pounds that he would be that big. It's just physically impossible. Yeah, no. um, if I cut sixty pounds, I'm still you know five inches taller than him. And uh, his upper half was much larger than mine, but my my. The rest of me was built bigger than him. It was his, his arms were huge, dude. That was that was yeah. the most intimidating part was how big his fucking his claws were. He had straight fucking hammers for fists, like and not a baby hammer, like a sledgehammer. They didn't hurt, but they were massive. Um, so you know, it's all good. I learned a lot. Uh, Andrew said it best. You know, you don't lose, you learn. Yeah. Um, but I definitely lost that fight. <laughs> so. I'll be back in May. Um, if anyone listens to this and they're in the area, I'm actually, I am selling tickets for this one. <clears throat> will not be buying any at the door for anyone. Uh, I will be selling tickets. You can get them beforehand from myself or from the Jiu-Jitsu Academy. If you listen to this, you're probably in the area because I know we don't reach that far yet. Um, but hit us up on Facebook. You can do anything, whatever. I'll have tickets to $25 instead of 35 or 40 Uh let me know because you know I'm trying to get that little bit of money that I would make off those. I think it's like every ticket that I sell, I get like a buck fifty. That's better than nothing. Better than nothing, man. They can't give me too much, otherwise I'm professional. Um, so yeah, it's May 24th. It's Rutland. Uh, Zach will be there again. Hopefully, we get to put all of the shit that we bought for the last fight to use. Um, or maybe not. Maybe I'll win in the first round. If I win, I've already got my speech planned out. I'm going to be like, thank you because I needed this to erase this last fight. Uh, I just want to move forward. Everyone can just pretend like that first one didn't happen. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't. want to talk about it. <laughs> so that's it, man. It was, it was unfortunate, but I had a good time. It was crazy. Um, the drive was terrible. I'll never fucking go to St. Albans ever again in my life. Um, I don't care if the USA Canada card is in St. Albans. I'll, I'll pass on that. I will not drive to St. Albans again. Yeah, um, pretty bad. Like even taking the highway back, was still two and a half hours. <laughs> That's a fucking long drive, especially at like, dude. I don't, and actually talking about the drive back, dude. I almost killed us like three times, dude. I was so exhausted. I'd close my eyes for a second. I'd wake up and it'd be like, Boop. we'd be on the rumble strip. And Zach, dude, I just knew Zach was on the side. He's like, please don't die, please don't. Die. I don't fucking die. I don't fucking die. Like, uh, 
I've had much worse. I know, man. I know. Yeah. I was just dude. I fucking. I. And the worst part is, I got home and I laid in bed and I couldn't fall asleep. So I laid there for like an hour, and then I finally fell asleep and I had to wake up like three hours later. It was awful. So I will. I'll never not take the day after a fight off ever again. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but I'll be fine on Sunday. <laughs> and like got home at like four. No, we because we got to your house at one forty-five, so I got to my house at two thirty. Yeah. Um. But then I had to get up at like eight, but I didn't go to sleep until almost four o'clock. It was awful. Uh, so that's how that went, man. Uh, oh, I'm tired. Yep. I'm still tired. I'm still recovering from this fight, and I'm so sore. Actually, I my head is sore. I got I got a little couple couple of knickknacks on my dome. Um, they're not bad though. Again, dude, my mom my mom was like, "Oh my god, you look so beat." I was like. Man, you should have seen the other people in those fights. Like, I yeah. think I think out of everyone that lost, I came out looking the best. Because um, that dude that lost first, he got his nose busted. Yeah. Uh, I think his name's Trevor. No, I th- yeah, Trevor or Pat Note or whatever. I don't remember. Um, he went for that that he went for that armbar in the first round, and that dude smashed his dome, um, busted his nose open. I thought he was cut under his eye, but it wasn't. Dude, his nose got just crushed because he was in the same locker room as us. Yeah. And they couldn't stop the bleeding. He bled for like 20 minutes. Every time I went in there, he was still bleeding. I was like, are you okay? And then I told him, I was like, you were winning until you lost, man. And he was like, I know. He was, I was like, you went for that arm bar, dude, and he stood up. He was like, I know. He's like, I should have let go. I was like, yeah, you should have because then he hit you in the face. <laughs> I was like, I can't, you know, I'm not an armchair, armchair warrior or anything, but you held that arm bar way too long, dude. He was holding it, and he was the guy was off the ground, and he yeah. dropped him and was like, wow just dropped that big hindo right hand right on his face and uh and then he rolled over to defend the punches and got choked just like i did dude um almost at the same exact time he yeah. he got choked at a minute 37 i got choked at a minute 33 it was like right around the same area in the cage dude. yeah it was it was that dude that corner was just a death trap um it was the corner next to all of the people that came to support both of us actually because maria and everyone was sitting on that side when i got choked and his uh his crew was around there too but <clears throat> Actually, uh, I hit the guy up on Facebook. He sent me a friend request because we we talked in the locker room for a little bit because we both lost the same way. Yeah. Um, and we were just like, you know, shit happens and uh, chatting. And uh, but they were the guys that were on the side when I came out and I sprinted out and I was slapping hands, yeah. dude. I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm not gonna do what you did. And then I lost. And I was like, I did exactly what he did. I got <laughs> punched and I turtled and I got choked. Um. So for the next month. I'm going to work on people just beating the shit out of me and not ducking out of punches. There's a, there's a picture, um, on Matt Peterson's Facebook, uh, that a professional photographer took and he's throwing a, a hook like this and both of my hands are out, but my head is back and my hair is blown back. It looks like he just connected. He didn't, but it, it looks like he hit me so hard that like my mouth guard is coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, when in reality I was ducking away from the second punch, he threw the hook and I backed away to push him. And he threw a second one and then clinched with me and I, I went down. But the, the timing was so perfect. It looks like he fucking like flash KO'd me with the first shot, which is not the case. Um, but, you know, props to that photographer for making it look that way. Yeah. I guess that's a, the mark of a true photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Took a weak ass punch and made it look like a KO, not a straight power punch. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm going to get in here and work, my, work the crap out of my striking. But. We'll see in a month, man. We'll see where it ends. You know where I end up. I'm definitely not coming in at 265 on this next one. I plan on being around 230. 
Um, I've already started, dude. I, I came, I had, I, that Sunday I ate all my junk food and I was, and I called it good. Yeah. I went right back to my healthy, my clean living. I'm still under 265 right now. It's actually kind of nice. That 10 pounds makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just imagine what it'd be like if I was 230 and not, you know, dude, that 30 pounds is all going to come off my gut. I'm not going to be a little country anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to have to wear a fat suit during the weigh-ins, <laughs> but. Pretty sure he did that once. <laughs> He's just like, whoop. Yeah, he wore the inflatable oh sumo. you're right you're right I, yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that man um it's a good time so we're uh we're i guess we'll jump right into the top our first top 10 um or do you want to talk about game of thrones first because it's it's up uh, to you man i don't know do you plan on talking about it in a while game of thrones not really yeah we'll touch on that first all right so game of thrones new episode last night uh I can't remember the name of the title. What was the title? Um, I forget. That's the that's the mark of a not good episode. I think um, it was decent. It was good. It, I think it was the first one that advanced the story for most yeah, of the characters. Especially Bran. Yes. Oh my god, that was like, mm, that was good. I was pumped because uh, they've been focusing a lot on on characters that aren't really going anywhere. Like like Arya and the Hound are literally just crossing the countryside right now. Um, and, uh, Jon Snow is at, as a castle black, but they're not doing anything. They're just training for, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm pumped to see that, uh, you know, Locke is there who was, uh, was a Bolton, uh, bannerman, the one that th- tries to feed fucking Brienne to the bears. Oh yeah. Um, in season three. Yeah. Season they had to be season three. Um, he's up there and he's taken to Jon Snow and he, they're all like buddy, buddy. But I don't remember that in the books at all because Locke isn't actually in the books. He's a he's a composite character. Mm-hmm. Um, that they the the guy the writers for Game of Thrones uh, were took the regular the re, the original character and they started twisting them and doing other stuff with them. And George uh, George R R Martin said, you know, you can do that. I'm okay with that. But let's change the name because they had changed it so much. So Locke isn't in the actual books. He is a composite. Um, but it's good to see that they're doing kind of a similar thing with him that they were doing in the books. But, uh, man, I mean, what else happened? They did, they started the slave revolt in, uh, with Daenerys for like the 15th time. She's building that army, man, but they keep hinting. They keep showing those clips of her saying, can I, you know, can I cross the sea with these people? And then they're always like, uh, so. I do know that she just goes city to city until she builds an army, and then I haven't read any further than that. But, um, yeah, Bran, they finally make it to, uh, what is it, Craster's Keep, I think is where they get caught. Yeah. Yeah, they finally make it there, and sure enough, man, just get snatched. Um, they chained up Hodor like he was a wolf. <laughs> that, made, dude, that made me sad. Yeah. Uh, he was like, Hodor, Hodor, and they were like, Bleh! And I was like, hold on. And then that goes down. And that dude, man, that was brutal. That poor dude. Uh, that's, I mean, that's really it for that. But the big part of the story was uh, or the big thing that they were doing with it was the, the White Walkers. You see uh, <clears throat> you see the last uh, Craster's boy get offered up like they were doing in season three. And that's why John ends up killing all those people. And they all like revolt and go ape shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
And I guess, because I wasn't familiar with what was going on, I was like, I have no idea, but I guess I read that that scene, you know, massive spoiler ahead if you haven't seen the episode, the scene where they take the last baby, the last Craster's baby, and they put him on the altar, and then he gets turned into a fucking White Walker, I guess is a part of the the next book. Like, they jumped that far ahead on it. Um, But season four is showing stuff out of book five, so... If you're like like if you're like myself like I'm not I'm not finished with the books like because the next one that's coming out I haven't I'm not prepared to read that like I'm still a little ways behind um, I guess if you read the books like they're just gonna start mixing it up to to advance the story the books are uh, at the rate that they come out the show's gonna catch up like in a season yeah that's um, what I've heard which is gonna be bad for everyone because then if you watch the show how much further than the books are they gonna get or are they gonna have to stall the show with other stuff. Or make the seasons like longer, further apart, because like how could you possibly have the show ruin the book for you before the book is out? Yeah. Like, that's not even fair. That would be like if Harry Potter seven part one and two came out before Harry Potter seven was even out. Like you couldn't go see the movie. <laughs> you would just be like, uh, no, I'll wait, I'll wait. <laughs> like, <clears throat> so George Martin needs to get on that and finish. I think this next one's The Winds of Winter. Um, I'm in, I'm in book four right now. But because they're skipping around in the show, it's crazy. But that was badass. He turns the little baby into a, a white walker. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, I was curious as to what the, what's happening to the babies. Like, I didn't know if they were just getting eaten or shit. But yeah. nope, they're building a little baby army. Um, how many little baby white walkers could you take at one time? What if it had been Warwick Davis? <laughs> and he walked him over, and he was like, fuck you, I'm a grown man. And he touched him. He's like, <laughs> And then just turned into a, a little white slow walker maybe <laughs> they, they build them little fucking frost stilts <laughs> so it was a good episode i think it was uh i'm pumped for next week's man i can't believe we're like halfway through the season already though yeah um which is gonna be a bummer because then after it ends there's not gonna be anything on tv for a while walking dead doesn't come back until like october because it does october and february typically yeah <clears throat> um I did watch. Did you watch after that? Because it was that. It was uh, Game of Thrones Veep. No, Game of Thrones Silicon Valley Veep, and then the John Oliver show, the new John Oliver show. I didn't watch that yet. Um, it was pretty good. I need. I've been meaning to catch up on Silicon Valley though. I'm on episode two. I didn't see this last one, but I saw like the first minute, and I was like, I can't. I can't watch it. But <clears throat> it's pretty, it looks like it's just getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. But it was good, man. It was a good episode. Um. I think at the end of the season, we'll do like, we should just do like a whole Game of Thrones episode, like what we thought, like a recap, a looking forward and all that good shit like that. Cause I feel like every week we talk about it, but like we just, we just kind of like glide over it. We're like, yeah, it was good. This happened, that happened, this happened. All right, all right, we're good. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just wouldn't be very good at reviewing television episodes. I'm good at, like, I could do a movie. Yeah. Cause it's an, it's a contained story. I can do a review in text. <laughs> That's <laughs> Obviously true. not talking yeah it's e- i think it's easier to write a review than it is to talk a review so write it down before we do a podcast we should do that but that requires work yeah we're struggling to just keep our lists happening so <laughs> or i am at least i didn't do my list until i asked you today which was an hour ago <laughs> <clears throat> so that's game of thrones so the rest of the episode what time are we at like 25 19 all right so we got 30 minutes to talk about video games. <laughs> Let's see how we can do this. <clears throat> so I did not remember our list, but I guess our list was a top f- top 10. Um, 
Nintendo 64 video games. It doesn't have to be an N64 exclusive. It just has to have been on a Nintendo 64 cartridge at some point in its life. Um, we normally do fives, but five would have been impossible for something this large. So we did a ten. Um, if you're ready to start, I have my list ready. All right. All right, what's number ten? Number ten is Conker's Bad Fur Day. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember if it was that one or if it was the the weird sequel they did. That was the first game to receive an adult rating. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was either that or that was Leisure Suit Larry, actually. One of the two. One of the two, but one happened, and then Conker's... If they didn't give it an A, they gave it an M. I can't yeah. remember. But uh, I think at first it was an A, and then... They might something. have dropped it down because that was a a lot a lot of sexual innuendo for a kids <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, I actually am gonna have to look it up real quick because it would it would bother me if I didn't know. Um, I I honestly I don't remember that game that well. I just remember being really funny. Um, and I remember not getting most of the jokes at the time. Yeah. I was like, I don't get it. And then I've watched it now. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> more importantly, Conker's Bad Fur Day was actually published by Rare, oh, yeah. um, which was like one of the biggest publishers for the N64. Um, you'll find that actually the majority of my games had something to do with Rare. There's a few of mine on there. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh my god, dude, I didn't remember this, but I guess Conquer had uh, multiplayer mode. Um, oh, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to... Oh my god, I'm trying to figure out what it got. Got lots of good reviews. I'm not getting a, an ESRB rating on it, but I know that it was it was either an M or an A, and I remember it was a big deal at the time. Um, I, I guess... Uh, I guess the Xbox got a remake called Conquer Live and Reloaded. Huh. That's just an HD remake. Apparently, I'm going to have to go track this down later. So, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, whatever. I, we could spend all day talking about it. Um, and, But it's number 10. It's not that important. My number 10 is, I don't know if you remember, do you remember Jet Force Gemini? Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a crazy hard shooter with the uh, the guy, the girl, and the dope-ass dog. Um, it Actually, like, the backdrop to Jet Force Gemini, <laughs> Jet Force Gemini, <laughs> This is the fucking Japanese sequel. Jet the Force of Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> Jet Force Gemini. Um, it reminds me a lot of Halo in retrospect. Like the whole like futuristic sci-fi shooter thing. Um, but it was a good game, man. <clears throat> what was your number nine? Number nine is Star Wars Episode One Racer. Mm. Pod Racer, man. The game's amazing. Yeah. You from all of the characters you can pick, all of the levels, like how much you can replay and how difficult it was at times. Yep. Um, I remember having to play because, like, the time trials in that game were so hard to do, like, the, like the advanced ones. Yeah. Like, you couldn't afford to, like, hit anything. Otherwise, you'd just, oh, fuck it, I got to restart. Um, crazy good game. I would give anything for them to do another one, like like a yeah. current gen, or just do an HD remake and throw it on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. That'd be awesome. Um my number nine, and I think a lot of people are probably going to be like, are you serious? It's Mario Kart 64. It's, I, I, when I put it there, I felt like that was a rather low spot for Mario Kart. Yeah. I think it's just because I'm terrible at Mario Kart um, <laughs> that I couldn't put it higher. I love the I love the Super Nintendo one. I'm awesome at that. 64 I was just not good at, so uh, I didn't. Yeah. I just didn't put it higher. But we all know why Mario Kart's important. It's awesome. Dude, Rainbow Road's the shit. Yeah. Um, what's your number eight? It is Pokemon Stadium. Mm. 
do you remember um, the the adapter to your controller that could allow you to play your Pokemon Game Boy games oh, through yeah. that? Um, totally forgot about that. That was amazing. And I loved Pokemon Stadium so much. I God damn, I'm gonna have to try I that copy at uh at the video game place up there was like forty dollars. Yeah. I know I can get it on eBay for cheaper than that. It's not gonna be a good looking copy, but it's gonna be Pokemon Stadium. Like yeah. um I think they did Pokemon Stadium two for either the GameCube or the Wii. I think it might have been the Wii. Yeah. I'm gonna have to track it. I love Pokemon Stadium. Um <clears throat> my number uh eight was star wars rogue squadron initially it was pod racer until i found that in my closet i was like <laughs> nope um rogue squadron is amazing man it's uh multiplayer uh you get to replay all of the like the x-wing and tie fighter based missions and stuff like that and it's crazy and there's that scene with like you said with the at at where you're trying to take it down um they do that scene in every game even the super nintendo version of empire strikes back has an at at uh fucking mission um just a fun game all around, man. So what was your number? Let's see, 10, 9, 8, 7. What was your 7? Seven? 7 is Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. Yeah. I used to play that all the time. I remember uh, that was the first game that like I ever 100%ed before the advent of, well, that I can remember 100%ing that didn't have like achievements or trophies, but you had to take yeah. pictures of all the Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and some of them were mad hard. It was like you had to get to a certain point. You had to throw like two pieces of food. You had to, this Pokemon had to come out, and you had to hit that Pokemon with a rock, and that Pokemon <laughs> would jump up, and then, you know, Doug Trio would pop out, and you'd be like, click, and you had like that two second window to get it. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Snap, you can get for like 10 bucks. I know you can get it. I got to find a copy. I don't know why I don't have a copy anymore. <clears throat> My number seven was uh, is actually Resident Evil Two. Um, do you remember that being on N sixty four? I no. didn't. I did not remember it until uh, I was looking through all my old uh, Nintendo powers, and there was a cover for it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I forgot all about this. And then I remember owning it, and I remember it not being as good as the PlayStation version. But yeah. I fucking love Resident Evil, so I threw it on the list because it's important because uh, those games are incredible. Yeah, I only played them on PlayStation. <clears throat> they were better on PlayStation, let's put it that way. Except the only time that that's not true is the GameCube version of Resident Evil 4 plays so much better than the PlayStation version. Mm. Um, PlayStation version controllers are terrible. <clears throat> My goodness, it's going to be a coughing podcast. <laughs> So that was uh, seven. What's your number six? Mario Party. Mario Party. I feel like they did more than one for the N64. I thought there was yeah. like two of them or three of them. but There's like three or four. They're all the same. They're on like eight or something now. I need to get a Wii U desperately. Um, that's that's the party console, I think, right now, man. Yeah. Like with Mario Party, Mario Kart, the Super Mario Brothers, like all these other legit games. Um, I need to get on that Wii U. Um, my number six is Harvest Moon 64. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't, have you ever played the Harvest Moon games? Uh, I played one of them. I don't remember which one. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really fun game. Um, just craziness. I, I re that was the first one that I ever played though. And it's, uh, I've been a Harvest Moon fan since. So I really liked that. Um, what was your number five? Is Mario Kart 64. Mario Kart 64. That's probably a more fitting place for it. Um, we already talked about it, so we know why. My number five was Legend of Zelda. Zelda? God dang, dude. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Um, 
I'm a huge Zelda fan. I've played every Zelda to date except for the Wii U one. Um, I've beaten every Zelda to date, and I'm talking about all the Game Boy ones, all 50 of the Game Boy ones. I've beaten every single one. Majora's Mask is by far the hardest one because of the fucking time limit. Um, you only get 72 hours in game time to beat the game, and if you screw up, you don't get to complete all the missions. It doesn't. It's not important for you to do all the missions, but like I had to do all the missions. Yeah. Um, so I've had to replay that game about 10 or 15 times to to complete it to my satisfaction. Um, this is a good game, man. What was your number four? Number four was Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. Um, I, will lie, I won't lie. Not on my list, but it's not because I don't love that game. It's because all these other games I liked more because yeah. I was not very good at Perfect Dark. <laughs> controls were hard sometimes. I was not good with the controls. Yeah. Did you ever play Perfect Dark Zero when I, they remade it? I did. What you think of it? I thought it was awful. Yep. That's what I heard. I didn't even bother playing it because I heard that it was bad. Um that was on was that on xbox i think yeah but that was 360. yeah yeah Ooh, you could probably get it for like three bucks at gamestop right now yeah just downloaded this version for uh Wii. you can do that oh no shit yeah okay so what was your number th- oh i didn't do my number four right because no, your number you four is perfect dark yeah my number four is 007 goldeneye oh yeah um everyone knows why goldeneye is important just as long as you don't pick odd job you <laughs> cheap motherfucker if you do that he was powerful and it was impossible to shoot his ass if you weren't like 100 feet away you had to because he was i think it was because he was shorter um or whatever the case was you had to see I, it's been a long time since so i played golden eye even though it's sitting two feet to my right right now <laughs> um you had to back up and shoot from a distance if you were too close you wouldn't hit him yeah um and then that fucking throwing that bowler dude just straight beast mode um <clears throat> and then they, they also did the double i7 golden eye remake um yeah that was also not very good. Um, I think I played the demo and I was like, I'm not interested because it was it was just regular FPS controls at that point. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Craig in it. Daniel Craig, yeah. I love Daniel Craig as as James Bond, but he's he's not the the Golden Eye. That was fucking Pierce Pierce Brosnan, man. Like, yeah. Come on. I know he's not famous anymore, but don't do don't take what he's famous for away. <laughs> um, what's your number three? It's Super Smash Brothers. I was wondering when we were going to get to uh, a part on the list where we have the same game, and here it is. Number three is my Super Smash Brothers. Um, probably the party game, if you can tolerate losing. Because um, <laughs> yeah. there's always that one friend that played way more than anyone else and would always do the same shit. Like... Um, I was that friend. I would I would use Star Fox. No, not Star. Not in that one. No, not Star Fox in that one. Um, I would use uh, Captain Falcon. I was my sixty four character. Yeah. Um, that was cheap, man. I'd spam the same moves. Um, as the Smash Brothers games have come out, I've gotten progressively worse at them, though. Um, Melee, not good at. I'm not good at any or brawl or whatever the last one was. Yeah. I'm not good at it. I am not going to lie. If I don't have a Wii U by the time the new Smash Brothers game comes out at the end of the year, I will have one. I will buy one specifically for Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, I'm keeping my 3DS specifically for Smash Brothers this this <laughs> June. I don't care about anything else. Um, all right. So what's your number two? Number two, Super Mario 64. Also my number two. <laughs> Watch the last three be the same. I have a feeling they might be. 
Uh, no, you don't think your number one is no. the same as my number one? No, you already said it. I already said your number one? Yeah. It's Goldeneye, then. It is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my list, and I was like, it's not Jet Force Gemini. <laughs> like, <clears throat> all right, so your your number two was Super Mario 64. My number two was 64, uh, Mario Bro. Mario Bros. 64. <laughs> the fucking Russian version. <laughs> Mario Brothers Super 64. <laughs> Dude, I fucking... I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> I, think, I think I just had a minor stroke. <laughs> um, this, like, I'm tired. I'm sick. Like, I'm beat. Uh, that was just... That was retarded for a minute. Um, I just remember being so frustrated trying to find i think it's the the gold stars that you have to do all the stuff for yeah that was so difficult that was the first time i ever had to uh because when i was playing super mario 64 i didn't like i didn't exactly have like a pc that i could just get on and just like do shit like i had one but my dad was always like yo 15 minutes at a time yeah yeah it's enough time to find what i'm looking for we have dial up <laughs> it'll take me 15 minutes just to type super mario 64 into internet explorer 2 dad <laughs> Like, how do you think I'm supposed to load this, like, fucking thousand-page text file to figure out where the star is at? Yeah. Um, and so what I did is I cheated, and one day I was like, all right, I'll only be on the computer for 15 minutes, but I hope you got a lot of paper, motherfucker, because I'm about to print this whole guide out. <laughs> and I did, dude, like, 198 pages of fucking black text. And my dad was like, well, then you don't need the computer anymore. I was like, you're right. <laughs> no. I can find all the fucking stars on my own. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't out a few of those, too. <laughs> yeah. I even got to the point where I had a little binder. I was making my own guides. <laughs> a little binder, and I'd clip them all together, and I had, like, the fucking the dividers. And it'd be each game. And then when I filled a binder up, I would file it, like, alphabetically. Uh, and then I realized that you could buy the uh, Brady Games uh, FAQ, like, guides, whatever, for, like, $15. So yeah. I started doing that instead. <laughs> <laughs> instead of, like hundreds and hundreds of paper being printed at a time um so your number one is goldeneye yep um super good game of course can you guess what my number one is i don't know it's legend of zelda ocarina of time i should have guessed um because i am such a large zelda fan ocarina of time is i i own i mean i own every copy that's ever come out like i have the obviously I have the cartridge for the 64 I bought the 3ds version I have a digital version that I've bought before um, I've I've probably beaten that game more than I've beaten any game in history because um, I replay it yearly around the same time right around August uh, nothing good is coming out for video games because it's the like the month before the big titles yeah I'll break out the 64 and just play Ocarina of time for a year you know, for a month um, it's at the point now where like I've been considering doing speed runs on it because um, that's like the thing to do now. Like, but there are people that beat that game in like forty eight minutes. Like forty eight minutes is how long it takes to do the fucking water temple. Okay, like, um, it's a good game though. I love it, and uh, I hope that they continue making Zelda games because every other Nintendo franchise has basically fallen to shit. Yeah. Zelda, Mario, Pokemon, and. Uh, that's really all they've got running right now. Um, and I don't, I mean, and, and Pokemon really is like it, basically its own franchise at this point. It's not, I don't really consider it a Nintendo property, even though it is. Um, it's just like Mario and Zelda is all they have left. Uh, Metroid, I guess, has not been doing well for the last couple of games. Um, what other Nintendo franchises were there? Uh, 
It's like, <laughs> right? Uh, the Sonic games are coming back. Like, I guess Mario and Sonic, they do a uh, Olympics game every two years. Oh, yeah. I guess this last one wasn't bad. Um, I don't care for those games. I don't want to play Sonic doing fucking curling. <laughs> like, No. Uh, I just don't know, man. That's really it for their franchises. Yeah. I'm sure someone out there knows that there's better Nintendo yeah. franchises than that. I just don't play my Nintendo very often. Sonic wasn't even there to begin with. I know. Sega, man. <laughs> I'm waiting for Sega to just fucking blow everyone's mind and get back in the consoles. Yeah. Um, the Dreamcast, I think if the Dreamcast had come out after the PlayStation, I think it would have, I think it would have done better. But I don't think anyone was ready for the Dreamcast when it came out. No. Because um, the Dreamcast has such good games. They're all, they had like, before the PlayStation came out, it was the the RPG console, like, um, with Grandia and <clears throat> Legend of Dragoon and like all this other stuff that later was on the PlayStation, but uh, Parappa the Rapper, no, not Parappa, uh, cra- no, Crazy Taxi? Yeah, yeah. Crazy Taxi. Um uh what's the game where you uh jet set radio um space station five space channel five Five, yeah um there's a lot of dream a lot of good dreamcast games that i think that people overlook but i love my dreamcast also if you want to play good uh evil dead games you have to go to the dreamcast or the first xbox the playstation 2 version games were terrible and i haven't i haven't done one since i don't think um but Dreamcast, man. I, sh- I got to bring my Dreamcast in. I don't know if you've ever played Fistful of Boomstick. No. Uh, it's amazing. I wanted to get it for so long. Um, the couple Evil Dead Dreamcast games are worth owning a Dreamcast. You can get one for like $19. used to have one on my dad's, but he sold that too. He was like, no one's going to buy this shit. And someone's like, I'll give me 10 bucks to take it. <laughs> I would have taken it. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I'll give you $10 for it. It's yours. $5. <laughs> 15 i don't know what you want <laughs> like, i'll it's mine i'll just take it um my dreamcast dude is i love it i just the only thing i don't like is i'm not a big fan of the controllers but i guess yeah. you can buy third-party controllers that feel more natural i just don't think that's the this that defeats the purpose of playing the dreamcast yeah. i think like i fucking hate the xbox not the xbox one that we have but like the first xbox i hate those controllers too well, what if I don't play with it? I'm not really playing the Xbox. I'm playing an Xbox game with a fucking PlayStation controller, like, <laughs> or whatever. So that's our top ten. What do you want to do for our top ten next week? We should do Dreamcast. Since uh, Ooh. Just... I'll be honest, I don't know that I, I don't know that I would. My list wouldn't be very good. It would, yeah, mine probably wouldn't either. <laughs> it would just be, it'd be all the shit that we just talked about. It would be top five. It'd be oh, Space Channel Five, Grandia Two, um. No, let's let's mix it up. We've done we've done movies, TV, we've done video games. Um we could do well, I don't know. I kind of like we haven't done much video game stuff since the uh I think it was the second podcast, the 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 Pod of Truth or whatever. Yeah. Um that was the one we talked a lot of video games about. Um What else what else video games going on? You look you look concerned now. Yeah, my computer wasn't charging for some reason oh jesus christ like, at like 15 percent battery oh my god i was like don't tell me that we haven't been recording no we're good um because i probably would have been like all right going home <laughs> i'm like we can record this some other time um let's do oh just drop my water bottle we could do top five um I don't know, man. 
I don't know what to do. Normally, we, we come out of the top five with a good idea. Yeah. I don't have a good idea this time. Do you want to do video games or not? Just like video games, period? No. Holy. I mean, like, oh, okay. okay. Like, I was like, top five video games, period? Jesus Christ. No. I'd be I like, couldn't do that. I'd be like, Zelda, Zelda 2, Link's Awakening. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like It'd be five Zelda games. It would be four Zelda games, and then number five would be Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> um. Because that game is fucking amazing. <laughs> I still play that. I still play that to this day. Um, I was upset because PlayStation Network has got Um Jammer Lammy, which was another yeah. Parappa type game, but they don't fucking have they don't have Parappa the Rapper on there. And I think they did at one point, but they only had it for the Vita. Like some of us would like to play it yeah. on the PlayStation. Um, kick punch. It's all together now. Kick punch. It's all together, dude. That Master Onion. Holy shit. <laughs> I love Parappa, dude. I actually, I haven't played it in so long, but a little while ago I went back and I watched the entire game on YouTube because um, that music, I guess you can buy the soundtrack too. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> uh, we could do top five. Let's do top five games based on movies. Right. think you could do that. Or or we could do the inverse, which is top top five movies based on video games. Yeah, I could do that. Um, <coughs> it's up to you, man. My fucking wrist is going numb. My dude, my wrist was all swollen from after the fight. Like I don't remember what happened. Mm. I must have planted going down or something. But um, I don't know, man. Or we could do top five gaming soundtracks. That would be a weird one. I don't know. We haven't done music any at all. We haven't done any music. All right, how about uh. <laughs> I'm gonna cough. Um, but you don't wonder if Nick's got any chips up here. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking go ham on these chips. What time are we at? Forty-one. Forty-one. So we should pick pretty quickly. Um, <clears throat> let's do let's do a music podcast next, man. Whatever. There's all kinds of good music stuff. We got Warp Tour coming up this year. We got a lot of tours that just got announced. I just saw the. Um, I wasn't terribly interested, but uh, Lamb Goat just had. Um, the All Stars 2014 tour announcement, the Summer Slaughter 2014 tour announcement, um, the the first uh, uh, Woven War uh, tour and stuff like that, and like all kinds of other stuff. Nice. Um, let's do a music podcast, man. Let's mix it up. Um, so let's do top five. We do top five metal albums. Right. That would be different. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting too because I know that our top five metal albums gonna be very different. Yeah, because um, our our metal tastes intersect at times, but then just like they intersect and then they go different different directions, um, which is not bad. It may, we like to mix it up. Um, we should get Avery in on that one, man. This be top <laughs> top five metal albums. He'd be yeah. like, I do. It'd be August Burns Red for today. Uh, not necessarily which album, but August Burns Red for today. Mm, he maybe I don't know. Actually, it'd be tough. I feel like they'd be all Christian bands, though. Maybe or like Southern, like Alabama slam music, <laughs> like Gideon or whatever. Um, all right, man. We'll do top five metal, and we'll 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 do some uh, we'll do some music stuff next time because we are a pop culture podcast, and we really have only done movie, movies. TV, video games, books, just everything but music, yeah. um, which is funny because we're both musicians. <laughs> it's like the last thing I want to talk about at any point. <laughs> like, 
So top five metal albums. Um, it'll be interesting. I feel like we I don't, we might have to extend it to ten because five is hard, but we'll see. I'll see how my five goes. All right. Um, we'll do that. So uh, next week is is next week the Cinco de Mayo podcast. It, I appear oh, it, it appears is. that it is. Um, we're gonna do a special Cinco de Mayo podcast. It's gonna be exactly what it sounds like. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get a little shitty up here. Probably play some video games, watch some terrible ass movies. Um, but we're gonna record a podcast as we uh, do things. <laughs> I was I was gonna keep going, but it just sounded funny. I just like we could do a podcast while we do some things, um, or we might even do like a special short one for Cinco de Mayo. I don't know how much talking uh, we're gonna get done or, or how clear it's gonna be, which might be even funnier that it's just fucking all over the place. Yeah, I'm um, trying to do a top five metal albums while you're smashing. Uh, uh, I don't know <laughs> that, the fucking. I don't even know. Um, so that'll be good, and we'll do some other stuff. We'll we'll recap Game of Thrones at the beginning, and we'll, you know, because that takes like two seconds. Was it actually? I think our Game of Thrones recap should just be like, "Did you watch yesterday's episode? Yeah, was it good? Yeah, I agree. All right, anyways, it's <laughs> pretty much how it goes. Every pretty much what we do. We'll do that, and we're gonna start. Uh, I think I'm gonna start pushing pushing the podcast a little harder on some things, and and try and get it out. Um, I. I the only stat that we see consistently is on the page manager how many people actually saw the post, but I have no idea how many people are listening to it. Um, so either we need to start paying that ten bucks a month. Um, I haven't checked our iTunes. I don't know if we have any subscribers. Um, I would uh, hope we have one by now. We have at least one, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Um, if you if you made it this far into the podcast and you want to subscribe on iTunes, you do not search for a couple of dicks. I don't know what that'll bring you to. Um, we are a dot c dot o dot d dot a c o d a couple o dots. Um, I do believe that if you type that in, you will find us. Um, <clears throat> I think if you type in a couple of dicks, you'll actually bring up this smodcast episode titled that. Yep. Um, that he did when he was filming Cop Out, which I wonder if anyone's ever known. I don't know if we ever talked about what our podcast name came from. We might have. I don't think we uh, did in the first no. episode. No, we just rolled with it. Yeah. So, um, we'll, I think we should. This is a good time to talk about it now that we're halfway there. Um, a couple of dicks was the working title for the Kevin Smith film Cop Out, which we all know that it. This, I think everyone that's familiar with Kevin Smith is familiar with the Cop Out controversy with him and Bruce Willis, and 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 the movie didn't do well. I think because of all the things that were happening. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. The problem was the other guys came out at the same time, and the other guys was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, I think if that hadn't happened, I think Cop Out would have done better. Yeah. If Kevin Smith actually wrote Cop Out, it would have been. That's true. It, I think that was was that not his first and only movie that he's directed that he didn't write. Yeah. He wanted to try it. And, and look uh, what happened. Yeah. Um. No, I mean no disrespect to to Kevin Smith. Like if someone's like, here's a movie with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Um, who Tracy Morgan at the time was doing well because of 30 Rock and everything else, and and like here's this really funny you know script, and here you go direct it. I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, no, no. I'd, of course I'd do it. Yeah. Um, but I think I don't think he'll ever. I think he said that he'll never do that again uh, because of how poorly it went. Yep. Um, but that's it. And then that's what it is. Um, a couple of dicks. So the movie is about two. It's a buddy cop film, and a couple of dicks for us is because we're buddies and. Uh, 
Um, we're not cops or anything, but <laughs> I can be a dick sometimes. Zach, I feel like, is not a dick uh, outward, but sometimes I feel like on the inside he's he's being mean to people all the time, dude. He's he's <laughs> he's dude. We're fucking sitting at the arena, people behind us. He's like, I fucking hate this guy behind me. Like, the guy hasn't even said a word. He's like, I don't even like the way he looks. <laughs> um, yeah, man. And so that was that was the whole joke, and we just kind of ran with it. Um, but more importantly, because uh, I think we started this podcast, uh, I had been listening to Smodcast and uh, and Good Morning and the Smodcast Network for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I was a big fan and Zach, you know, came in and out and then really got back into the podcast. And, and I think we decided we should do it. Um, cause I like to think that we're a, at least a 10th as funny as Kevin Smith. Yeah. Uh, you know, a 10th that's like, that's like 30 pounds, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the ultimate goal here though is, you know, we're only on episode nine. We're still figuring things out at some point we'll get, I think we've gotten into the rhythm and we've gotten into the format. Now we just have to expand. Um, and find a way to promote it in such a way that people will listen. Um, I'm just not sure how to, f- well, I'm not figuring that out yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's, what it's going to take to draw, to draw them in. Um, I think I'm going to start going to, uh, anytime we can go somewhere and promote ourselves, I think we should. Um, like if I, when I start, you know, when I fight, I want to get a couple, like, when we get that a couple of dicks uh, sketch done, I want to yeah. get it made into a patch. I want to sew that shit onto my fight shorts. That'd be awesome. Um, and then on the back, I would say subscribe on iTunes. I definitely wanted it shirts anyways. Too. Dude, shirts? That sketch was amazing. I saw it, though, and I was like, I'm a little fat in that picture because I clearly was not the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank God it's a caricature. <laughs> I was like, and it's not an exact replica of what I look like. It's like, cause it clearly is like, cause Zach doesn't have a beard, so he couldn't have been the fat bearded <laughs> one. I was like, damn, but it is funny. It's very funny. Um, and we're big, we're big Kevin Smith fans. The next time he comes up for a smodcast or anything, we have to get down there. Yeah. Um, and knowing how much Kevin Smith likes to support, uh, the people that support him, you know, I've, there's, I, have I ever downloaded a Kevin Smith film? Yes. But do I own every Kevin Smith film? Yes. Um, do I own all of his books? Yes. So I think he can forgive me uh, for downloading Red State before it came out. Yeah. Um, had I known that it was going to be on Netflix like a month later, I wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> but I had to watch it. I couldn't wait. So I'm sorry, Kevin. Um, I think if, if someday if we could get Kevin Smith on a podcast for two seconds just for him to be like, yeah, this is okay, and then keeps walking. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, what do you think about a podcast? He's like, ah, uh, good. I'm like, Yes. And then we could put it, we could put a poster out and it says, it'd be like a movie quote and it would say Kevin Smith and in quotes it would say good. <laughs> um, but uh, this this year's Warp Tour, I think we're going to go. Um, I'm going to start looking into getting press passes to see if we can get some some podcast stuff done there. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. All Every photographer I know gets a press pass. You just have to prove that you're not shitty. Um, so if we can prove that we are you know, an established podcast, by the time Warp Tour comes around, we'll be at like 30 or 40. Um, ideally, because Warp Tour is like the middle of July. Yeah. Um, so. and that'll include special editions stuff. I, I deal, I would really like the the one person I'd like to do one with is MC Chris. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. And uh, he'd be promoting his album. We use his music. Um, I hope he doesn't mind. 
He does have a penchant for being a little dramatic sometimes when things, you know, when he feels like he's owed money. There's a... We ain't making money. We are not making money, so he should not be upset. We introduced one new person to MC Chris this week. Isaac asked, was like, what is this theme song? And I told him, it's MC Chris. I'm going to hit him with that album. And if if MC Chris gets one new listener from us playing Drinking Blunts and Smoking 40s for eight seconds, then I think he should be on our podcast. Okay, bye.